Hello everyone. In this brief monologue on Macbeth versus real life history, we'll consider how our shaky manipulates history for his own benefit, allowing him to pull off an exciting but mainly fictitious piece of high drama. We'll do this by posing a number of fiendish questions about the historical background to our play and relevant key characters. Fiendish question number one. Macbeth is a play about Scottish kings, so why doesn't Scotland have its own Scottish kings now? Our current queen, Queen Elizabeth, rules over the British Isles, including Scotland, but it hasn't always been this way. The last Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth I, was Queen of England, but not Scotland, reigning until 1603. In fact, Scotland was an entirely separate nation and was ruled by its own monarchs, including Queen Elizabeth's cousin, Mary Queen of Scots. When the Scottish Queen Mary came into conflict with the Scottish Lords, she was forced to give up her crown and the throne of Scotland passed to her son, King James VI of Scotland. Now, when the English Queen, Elizabeth I, died, she had no children of her own to pass the crown to. And so it went to her cousin's son, King James, who, as we've just mentioned, was already King of Scotland. So James VI of Scotland then becomes James I of England, uniting Scotland and England to this day. But it's worth noting that for hundreds of years before that, Scotland wasn't led by one overall king at all. There were a number of clans that controlled various territories, and there were four kingdoms in Scotland. Firstly, the Picts, known as the Painted Ones in Latin, Pict equals pictures, because of their elaborate tattooing on their bodies. Secondly, the Gaels, Gaelic-speaking known as the Scotty, and they were originally from Ireland. Then the Britons, from the south and west coast of Scotland, they spoke and wrote in Old Welsh, believe it or not. And then the Angles. Now these were the Germanic invaders that conquered much of England, which then became known as Angleland, but they also took northern so-called Scottish territories as well. Though by the 11th century, so just before when our play is set, these kingdoms had united to form Scotland, ruled by just the one king. And fiendish question number two. Did Duncan exist in real life? Yes. King Duncan did actually exist in Scottish history. He was born in 1001 and died 40 years later, ruling Scotland for just six years. He was married to a woman called Sibylla. She gets one mention in Macbeth as a saintly woman and she doesn't even get a name in the play. As in Shakespeare's play though, Duncan has two sons, Malcolm and Donalbane, and both of those eventually become King of Scotland. Now Shakespeare presents Duncan as an older, wise and saintly kind of man and in fact it turns out that Duncan was young, impulsive and less than impressive as a king. Who'd have thought? Fiendish question number three. Did Macbeth exist in real life? Yes, Macbeth did actually exist in Scottish history. He was born in 1005 and died in 1057. And Macbeth did actually become King of Scotland after Duncan, so that bit's true. And he ruled for 17 years, not the single year that Shakespeare allows him. Impressively, the real Macbeth is descended from royalty himself, and apparently in real life, the fiendish Lady Macbeth 
wasn't quite so fiendish after all, but an aristocratic woman whose real name is Gruach. Fiendish question number four. So what kind of king was Macbeth in real life then? Contrary to the demonic and bloodthirsty presentation of the king in our play, it turns out that Macbeth was a pretty awesome ruler of Scotland. He was a real, benevolent and very effective king. He even went on a pilgrimage to Rome. Macbeth has a genuine claim to the Scottish throne and was involved in the death of Duncan in a battle, although it is far from the secretive murder of the king in Macbeth's own castle and, at the time, it was considered a reasonable act and his reign was welcomed. Macbeth was later involved in battle against some English and Scottish forces, including Seward at Dunsinane, though this didn't kill him. And finally, he was killed in battle in Aberdeen by Malcolm, Duncan's son. And guess what? Not a witch in sight. Fiendish question number five. So what about Banquo? What does history tell us about him? Hmm. This is where things get a little murkier. And this is quite open to dispute. Some scholars say that he supported Macbeth during the battle that killed Duncan. King James would not want attention drawn to this, as the play makes it clear that James is meant to be descended from Banquo. Some scholars say, though, that Banquo's family did indeed inherit the Scottish throne. And some scholars say that King James is descended from Banquo. Alas, another group of scholars say that Banquo simply did not exist at all, ever, and is an entirely fictitious character. And there we have it, ladies and gents. Five fiendish questions about Macbeth versus real-life history. Never believe everything you read in Shakespeare. Writers have a liking for embellishing the facts.